The big question is this, how do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Well, hello all you beautiful cyclists. It's Sarah and I'm the new host of the Roadman Cycling Podcast as Anthony has just abandoned ship kidding (laughs) as you know he's in spain at the moment and due to a series of events he can't be here to put out today's show so you are stuck again with moi so today's podcast is not only for you beautiful cyclists but it's for the wives and husbands and partners and lovers you know your significant other whoever that may be and for this podcast i'm not going to keep saying boyfriend girlfriend wife husband i'm just going to refer to the cyclist in the relationship as your cyclist just to keep things simple now whether you're new to cycling and you want to give your lover a heads up as to what to expect now that you're donning lycra and disappearing off the bike for a few hours and yeah i'll probably say lover a few more times during this podcast (laughs) Or you might be young, free, single, you know, on Tinder, maybe plenty of fish for wherever you are, but you need to let any new love interests about how your hobby, now I say hobby, but we all know cycling very quickly becomes an obsession. You know, you want to let them know what it means to go out with a cyclist. And I wish this podcast was around five years ago when I met Anthony. And I've seen a few of these lists online as to what to expect. So I wanted to give you my take on it. Now, remember, I knew nothing about cycling when I first met Anthony. In fact, on our first date, he didn't really talk about cycling at all. And I remember walking up to meet him that day. We went to a coffee shop and he was leaning against a beat up old bike that he used to use as kind of a city run around. And I just thought, wow, he looks really at home just lounging around on the top tube. Obviously, at that point, I didn't know it was called a top tube. I probably thought it was called the horizontal bar thingy. (laughs) Anyway, I escaped the bike chat for the first few weeks. But as the weeks, months went on, I started to realize just how big a part of Anthony's life cycling was and still is and there was a few things I had to get used to things I learned pretty quickly and I want to fill you in on this save you a little bit of time so number one cyclists are in the habit of riding for longer than they tell you so if your cyclist tells you oh I'll be back by noon or I'll be back in three hours this is a pack of lies and absolute bullshit I think in Anthony's case he'll say something like yeah I'll be back by noon Sarah but what he really is saying is Sarah I'll be back before it gets dark or I'll be back at some stage but don't worry I'll I'll eventually come home and you know now that I cycle as well I get it there's the extra cup of coffee at the coffee shop there's a puncture or a mechanical or there's a headwind or there is some little road you've never noticed before and you want to go down and investigate it and there's just adventures to be had on the bike and as the other half it's hard to know when to send out the search party but I've kind of learned that if anything goes wrong I'll get the SOS call, which brings me on to my next point. Number two, the call asking to drive out to pick your cyclist up. Now, I dread seeing Anthony's number come up on my phone when he's out on the bike. I don't know why I suddenly panic 
and in my mind just in that millisecond it takes for me to answer the phone my mind goes to pretty dark places like he's hurt something serious is after happening he's in hospital so when I hear his voice on the end of the line he's just you know the, the relief he's just sheepishly asking me if I can come and collect him so yeah the relief that washes over me in that moment I'd say yes to helping him do anything or collecting him from anywhere Timbuktu now be aware your cyclist should not be calling you often for a lift if it's more than a couple of times per year they are taking the piss and need to be more responsible with you know taking better care of their bike bringing all the equipment they uh, can in order to fix the bike if something goes wrong and so yeah watch out for that one they're they can be a little bit sneaky number three Cyclist homes are filled with bikes. So there's a set of rules called the Voluminati and they're kind of a set of rules that all cyclists live by and the rules cover everything, you know, from kit to food. They've rules for important things <laughs> like number 30, no frame mounted pumps and number 43, don't be a jackass. And when it comes to the number of bikes any cyclist should own, well, the rules state that the number I'm afraid is infinite it's not you know one bike for road cycling one bike for gravel riding the rule basically is n plus one where n is the number of bikes that your cyclist already owns so that means that they always need n plus one more bike hate to break it to you but yeah your house is going to be chocka with bikes number four your cyclist will always be tired after a ride So forget about going for any romantic long walks on the beach, holding hands, gazing into each other's eyes straight after the group spin. You might think when you see your cyclist laid out on the couch or having to go and take a power nap, just completely unable to move or if they are moving, it's like the walking dead. (laughs) If they're like this after a spin, you're probably thinking that they've pushed their training too hard or they're not fit. No, this is normal. It's all part of the sport. The fatigue levels experienced after a ride are unimaginable. I promise you they are not faking it. And if you bring a cup of tea to your cyclist, that will earn you major brownie points. Number five, tan lines and shaved legs. So your cyclist has a very clear and distinct tan line. And even though this might seem and look completely bonkers to the untrained eye, for many cyclists, a tan line, it's a rite of passage. And I've been online and I've seen these tan lines described as a membership card for a club that's united by suffering and exhilaration, which is great. It's a simple equation. The deeper the tan line reaching to the edge of a rider's cycling kit, the more miles they've ridden. Now, I have heard of some cyclists cheating and jumping on some beds in their shorts and jerseys to deepen their tans and shaving. Yeah, it's a thing. If they try to tell you it's to make them more aero, it's simply not true. It's mostly a style thing. So if your cyclist is male, he's probably borrowed your razor to shave his legs. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Don't shoot the messenger. Number six, saddle sores are real and they are also real gross. Now, saddle sores include a range of skin conditions seen in the pelvic and genital region of cyclists. They occur as a result of moisture, pressure, and friction where cyclists sit on the saddle. 
Hmm, sexy, huh? And if you want to see some extreme cases, just put the term cyclist saddle sores into Google Images. And if that doesn't give you the immediate ick, well, you must really love your cyclist. Number seven, your cyclist will always want you to take up cycling. You see, cyclists are evangelists because they have discovered something very fun and they can't keep it to themselves. They need to bring others into the cycling cult. Sorry, did I say cult? I meant culture. Culture. So if your cyclist asks you to go cycling with them, it's a good sign. They like you. Take it as a compliment. It's like moving the relationship on from just dating to boyfriend and girlfriend or from boyfriend and girlfriend to wife and husband. (laughs) Number eight, your cyclist will always bring their bike on holiday. Yep say goodbye to any say in any holidays together too because your cyclist will always engineer your holidays near a famous climb or a legendary route so they might want to bring you to the beautiful alps uh-huh i'm on to your cyclist because what they want to do is ride some of the tour de france routes or maybe they're bringing you on a beautiful romantic trip to italy don't be fooled they have their reasons or your cyclist booked you a surprise trip to Spain. Well, I can tell you, your cyclist has been training non-star for the last eight weeks for this surprise because they know they're going to tackle some of La Valta's famous peaks. Number nine, cycling speak. You will hear about who got a new bike, who dressed the best on the group ride, who's the half wheeler, what's the best coffee, who's a nuisance, who's riding strong, what they're going to buy next, where they're going to go next. I know it's really boring, but try and indulge us a little bit. Number 11, your cyclists will spend all their money on cycling gear. Yep, it's an expensive hobby. There is about a zillion reasons to spend money on cycling and let me tell you, your cyclist isn't telling you the half of it. A guy I worked with used to get his cycling paraphernalia sent to work so his wife wouldn't know he's buying new equipment and also your cyclist is lying to you about the price of anything new for the bike. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to get in some trouble here for spilling all the secrets but anyway folks, I hope it sheds some light on the mindset of your cyclist And hopefully you now know that your cyclist is not the only one that acts like this. It's absolutely universal. As ever, thank you so much for listening, reviewing and recommending the Roadman Cycling Podcast to everyone. We appreciate it so much. So until next time, all you lovers, safe pedaling. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.